guys, it's Melissa. Since we're an independent podcast, your support means the absolute world, whether that's on social media, in a podcast review, or a word of mouth recommendation. If you've been enjoying this podcast and would like to take it a step further, I now have a support feature where you can contribute a one-time donation at whichever price you'd like. Click the link in the episode description to learn more. Thanks, guys. Now enjoy the show. Bonjour. Adios. Je m'appelle <laughs> CJ. I don't know what any of that means. Um, but we are back for our first mini-sode following PodCon 2 in Seattle. And we have had to spend the past week crying in our bedrooms alone in complete silence and sleeping. Exactly. Uh, and drinking lots and lots and lots of coffee in my case. Just to stay and alive. lots of lots of water. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So dehydrated. <laughs> uh, lots of drinking happened in Seattle. Believe it or not, guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, as we had mentioned before, this was the first time CG and I have even seen each other in over a year, in like a couple of months. And um, as predicted, we popped bottles and we went out with a bang and we were really fucking tired afterwards. Yes. And we drank so much that when we went to record our 22nd episode face to face in our little echoey Airbnb kitchen, we ended up recording a two and a half hour episode and killing no less than three bottles of wine. And we are so sloshed on that recording that we literally cannot ever air it. Like, it is against the law to make that public. <laughs> like, the funniest part is that, like, I think CJ and I just forgot that we were recording. Like, I think it was just, like, me and her were just having typical drunken girl banter and so there's like parts of the episode where like i or her get up and like leave the room to go get things but we're like still talking and like having our recording like proceed but we're like not even there by the microphone so and like for whatever reason that didn't occur to us as a problem at the time no no idea why turn into a straight conversation and we realize that it actually works out really well that we record this remotely across the country because if we did this face-to-face every week a we wouldn't have a podcast and b we'd probably be in the hospital with alcohol poisoning <laughs> yeah it was fun yeah. though it was a it was a ton of fun and to be honest, we're I'm extremely bummed because I think we both covered really amazing women and our conversation about those women was so great. Mind you, it was slurful and drunken. <laughs> um, but we're going to have to cover those ladies again down the line. We because will. We both picked Epic Queens for that episode. We did. You guys, two and a half hours. I mean, the range of topics that we drunkenly wandered into. We like solved all of the world's problems in that episode (laughs) one by one yeah we covered a lot of categories yeah um but you know what one day you might be able to get little bits of uh glimpses of it if we do decide down the line that it could be like bonus type reveal one day Uh, but it probably won't be released all in one episode because it's too embarrassing 
And yeah, you're not going to get it in the raw form. That's something we'll auction off once we're (laughs) famous in 27 years. And we can make millions off it. I mean, I'm literally belching in the middle of sentences at points. Well, in the I also day. threw up live. <laughs> oh, I just hit my head on the wall. <laughs> I like literally threw up in the oh, recording. Um, so which, funny. by the way, CJ, I forgot to ask. Like, can you hear that in the recording? You don't hear you making any weird noise. You just hear like a water hitting the floor and then me laughing and being like, oh my God. I literally took a sip of wine and it like went down the wrong tube and I like projectiled it out onto the floor of the Airbnb mid recording live. Yeah, but keep in mind, this was, I mean, this was maybe the first 20 minutes. So it's not even that we were super wasted. It just went the wrong way. Or maybe we were, but it was well, early on. Well, and I think that's kind of what we need to explain, which will bring us back to just telling people about the whole weekend. But um, yeah, like in terms of that recording, like we had had the longest fucking day of our lives, yes. but like returning from PodCon day one, we were both ready to pass out by eight o'clock but we couldn't because we had to record so in order to wake the fuck up and have any bit of energy to be on a recording we had to drink so it just was all kinds of trouble and we had been drinking all day like i don't think we were necessarily drunk when we started but i feel like alcohol is a way of building on itself like that like yeah i feel like we reactivated the cocktails we had had earlier in the afternoon (laughs) They all came back. (laughs) Exactly. So anyway, know that we tried, know that we did it, (laughs) we failed. But I mean, it was, it was, it was fun. It's in the I think it was worth it. It was totally worth it. Uh, And we'll cover those women one day, for sure. They were great. So let's start with the beginning of the weekend, we get in on Friday night, so PodCon starts on Saturday, and we go out to a couple of different bars that we had looked up or that people had told us were cute and that we needed to check out. Uh, and one of the first bars we go to is a place called The Twilight Exit, where we m- made some friends and gave out some stickers for the first time. That was like our trial run before PodCon. Melissa, do you want to tell the listeners about our new fan? sure so like all true dog fans cj and i were inclined to go sit down at a table in this bar that had a pit bull at it because duh we fell in what was her name starla starla so we fell in love with this little pit bull called starla so we we asked if we could sit at this table with a group of people that we had met and we got to talking with them and somehow it led into oh it was because we were trying to ask if where we could find a weed dispensary that's what it was (laughs) yeah we were trying to get info and we were like oh we're not from here like do you have any like tips on where we should go to buy weed and that of course led into all kinds of friendships being made but anyway we were able to finally tell them you know we're in seattle for this convention and neener 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 they asked if they could have some of our stickers to which one of the people that we met whose name was Cameron he very graciously agreed to put our podcast stickers on his nipples 
and let us take a picture of him for our fan Instagram page. <laughs> well, I, I want to interject the way Agreed makes it sound like it was our idea. That was 100% camel toe. Like, he he got those stickers and he immediately slapped them on his nipples. <laughs> I guess he agreed to let us take a picture of it, he is what did. I meant to say. Um, and yes, uh, he, his nickname is Camtoe, so we will never call him anything other than that again for as long as we live. But the craziest thing about Camtoe and our newborn Seattle friendship, aka our first Seattle fan ever, turns out this motherfucker knows the only person that I know in Seattle, which is just like, what in the fucking world? This place is big. It's a giant city. Like, how is the one person that I interact with the day I arrived to Seattle friends with somebody that I know? So strange. Like, it's almost like a meant to be type thing. Exactly. So that, that was really cool. Um... But yeah, we had a lot of fun, and then we went to this crazy-ass bar called the Unicorn Bar, which, like, basically, it's just, like, rainbows and glitter vomited in a bar, and we, we went mad up in that place. It was adorable. We had a blast. We couldn't stop taking pictures of it. CJ loved it. It was amazing. It was so freaking cool. They have unicorns everywhere. They have a bedazzled ATM, which for some reason made me super, super happy. <laughs> like, fully yeah. bedazzled. It had, like, probably, like, 7,000 gemstones yeah. super glued to it. Um, and then totally diabetic cocktails. I don't even remember what was in most of those besides sugar. I- just vomit like they should have just been called vomit like they're disgusting we didn't drink them we were not we were smart we in our older age we're smart enough to see that type of a cocktail list and know to stay very very far away right it, i mean there were things like cotton candy vodka like just abominations like things that yeah. should have never happened so and then some of them were called like unicorn jizz <laughs> was that really I'm one not, of them? Yes, one of the cocktails was called like unicorn jizz. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Which it's like, you know what? I don't need to be drinking unicorn jizz tonight. Like I've been here for three hours. Like I got shit to do tomorrow. Unicorn jizz is not on the menu for me. Like Mm-mm. I can't do it. I'm too old for unicorn jizz. You know, (laughs) maybe when I was like 23, which also that menu gives you an indication as to who hangs out there. Like if you can slam those cocktails, your metabolism is at like 21, 22 years old. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. But that place is super cool. If you're ever in Seattle, check it out. The unicorn or unicorn. I don't remember. I don't don't remember what it was called. But so, yeah, that was how we spent our Friday. And then CJ went up. Um, to a dispensary and got us some Willie Nelson joints. I did. (laughs) And then we smoked and passed out in our super cute Airbnb. Mm -hmm. Um, It was adorable. With George Washington leering at us. It was like George Washington spam throughout that whole house. He just stared at us while we sleeped. It was really weird. I mean, you'd think he was campaigning for president again. Like, he was all (laughs) over that Airbnb. And he was staring at me. His Like, where my bed was, the eyes on one of the portraits was directly pointing at. It was so creepy. It's my arch nemesis. Uh, (laughs) It was bad. So... Yeah, but you know, I, we were pretty good. Like we didn't get too wild on Friday night. You know, we kept it no. professional because we knew we had a big day. 
yeah on saturday and then and then saturday hit and it was just like a that was like the equivalent of us tearing through fucking podcon we were like a earthquake hit seattle we went pretty hard on saturday so podcon has conferences and workshops and meet and greets happening all day long both days but we didn't go to a single one because we spent literally like every minute of PodCon in the exhibition hall, just making new friends and meeting other creators and podcasters. And it was super fun. Uh, so that's pretty much what we did Saturday. We weren't tabling yet. We were just walking around and we talked to every single person we could. One of the very first people we met was a beautiful individual by the name of Neon. Big shout out to our friend Neon, who also has a podcast called Mison Podcast, like M-I-S-E-E-N podcast about baking, and it's super cute, and I'm totally into it. It's so instructional and informative, and you guys should check it out. So big ups, Neon. We love Neon. Um, Neon was our friend Saturday, but by Sunday, he became our brand ambassador um, without pay and by volunteer basis. Yes. Like, would literally just talk to people when they came up to our table when they could tell that we were too tired to keep doing our spiel. So Neon killed it. So that was our one of our first people we met at PodCon and became one of our closest friends. So that was great. Um, God, I can't like the two days blur together so much in my mind. Like I'm trying to even separate what we did on Saturday from what we did on Sunday. Well, we also were lucky to meet in the very beginning on Saturday, our other new friend and artist and creator, Susan, Susie, Susan, I think it's Susan. Yeah. Uh, Susan was tabling on Saturday, just selling, uh, the cutest things that have ever been known to mankind. She had knit woolen narwhals, which were so cute that I literally wept. Uh, she had this little teacup full of like felt mushrooms, <laughs> which when we talked about this on our drunk episode 22 recording, you were like, Melissa was like, I don't even know what I would do with that, but I know that I want it. <laughs> and I was like, yes. I I think all you can do is just put it on your shelf and cry about how cute it is. <laughs> they were so... She basically just created these... Like, everything that you would want to experience in, like, a not-real world, she brought that to life through little itty-bitty felt creations. And it was just like... You know how, like, everything's cuter when it's small? Like, that was kind of, like, her theme. Like, these teeny mm. little mushroom villages or these little elf gnome worlds. And it was just so cute. And, like, narwhals. Like, that's not a real thing, is it? Yeah, narwhals are real. Oh. Well, they're way cooler when they're small and, like, made out of felt. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> 100%. Um, but, yeah, we wanted to give her a shout-out because... I mean, she just had the cutest table, and she was so sweet, and we loved everything that she made. We were just, com like, in awe, like, jaw-dropped over her table and all of her art. Yeah, she was the best. Uh, I think her handle is Susan Sweet Squeeze, like, S-Q-U-E-E-S, -E -E I believe, at the end. So check her out. Her shit is so cute. It's infuriatingly adorable. It is. 
Um, but pretty much for the rest of Saturday, like we ended up having the opportunity to do a live recording at PodCon. Um, and we didn't know originally that it would, that there was going to be an audience. Basically anybody at PodCon was allowed to go sit in chairs and watch people as they live recorded, (laughs) which was not something we have ever done. Um, Mm -hmm. let alone were it all prepared for. And I am a little bit less comfortable on like a stage than probably CJ is. And so I wasn't down for it at all. And I flat out told CJ, like, I have to have drinks before this happens because (laughs) I'm going to have like no courage for this. Like I'm going to black out on stage and not be able to remember what I'm doing. And so that brought us to a little wine bar next to the convention center so like we literally left went to a bar bellied up and then we met our next friend who we fucking loved and i can't remember her name what was her name lex lexi the libra yes lexi the libra Mm -hmm. we we fucking loved lexi the libra we love lexi she was fucking down as shit yeah she was super down um she's definitely like a mimosa gang type of girl mm-hmm. uh we we hope she listens to our podcast because we think she'd like it but hey we pretty much hey girl hey we were like <laughs> dude you need to liquor us up because we're about to like record live in 25 minutes so cj and i crushed two rounds of drinks cj had a mimosa because that's like what like normal people do before they record and i just went straight to tequila which was like the worst idea ever um and i got like fucking shit-faced and basically recorded a live episode like teetering on blackout so that was great you did not sound that drunk at all though you did a really good job you killed it i think because i've been drinking alcohol for like 20 years like it's second nature to me totally um and like i was more outgoing than i probably would have been without that much alcohol so i think that's a plus as well but oh my god i said fuck like every other word i was just like a fuck machine it was just like like it just like never ended and um i was just like i don't even know dude it was it's you know what it's one thing when you go out to a bar and you get drunk as fuck and you act a fool but you don't ever have to like see it like relive it yeah 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 like that's me like like i never have to relive my drunken nights you just wake up the next day throw it up laugh about it and move on till the next weekend no i had to relive this not only through a recorded audio but also a video so that was great so basically should we tell them what we did yeah tell them what we did so because we only had 25 minutes on the mic and our episodes obviously are like half like an hour and a half long we decided to do a little game show so that we could tell people who we'd already covered but also tell them more about ourselves so we played a game that we created at the bar called that's my betch oh i forgot we went to the bar twice that day yeah yeah we were drunk okay so we created a game show called that's my bitch where we'd say something to one another like melissa of the women we have covered who would you choose to help you grab your shit from your ex's house or something like that or we'd create scenarios and then we'd shout out whatever woman from one of our past episodes we would choose for that thing so 
it was cute it was totally unplanned like i didn't know what she was gonna ask me she didn't know what i was gonna ask her and i feel like we did really good improving i felt good about it i feel like you sounded good and we both did great at the end well let's hope but should that brings us to our next shout out oh benny yeah so we found out a few days before podcon that there was going to be the opportunity to live record and you had to fill out a little one sheeter submit it and hope that you were selected so i did that for us and we were selected and i was like i wonder who this guy is that is going to be putting on the live recordings at podcon turned out to be a guy who probably doesn't want us naming him on our episode (laughs) too late benny we can just call him benny um but benny i would say is pretty high up there in the podcasting world he lives in new york and he flew out to seattle to provide live recordings for podcon which thank you benny that was fucking sick we've never had the opportunity to use professional equipment or to have an audience so it was really cool because i think it it kind of just showed you and i a glimpse into like what is to come should we find success through podcasting and i think it it was really exciting and i think it's something we could definitely execute with a little bit more practice um and a little bit less tequila but anyway (laughs) so our friend benny um we cj and i basically made it our lives mission that weekend to try and like get benny on our side we were like Mm -hmm. we need benny to like us we need benny to be our friends like whatever so that obviously translated into us like torturing him and um it paid off because now we're best friends with benny we're like bffs he direct quote from benny you guys were the most tolerable people i met here so like he loved us basically like we are we're now adding, we're like we're gonna add that to our business cards like quote yeah. you are the most tolerable people that i've met at podcon too end quote dash betty yeah testimonials or what's up you know we're like ron hermione and harry from harry potter like we are now like a three person team like that that's how i'm feeling we are yeah and he's yeah. like a big deal he's kind of like a big deal guys <laughs> I, hope, I hope he hears this he's gonna cry um but we we definitely so when we were doing that drunk live recording we ended our recording shouting him out to his face while he was five feet away and we literally did not know this man at all and we were calling him benny which is not his real name so and benito benito <laughs> benny benny and the jet like we just threw out all these nicknames for this guy that we'd met three minutes prior and you know what it was a huge risk that paid off yeah so props so benny. Ups, thank you big, for tolerating us <laughs> big ups to benny um yeah that was fun one day one day we're all gonna work on the same podcast like you well, just yeah, wait. Duh. He's going yeah, to be asking us any day now to like, hey, like, can I take over your podcast and help you guys record and edit? OK, great. Let's do it. Yeah. Like free of charge. What? Are you serious? Of course, Benny. Of course. So, yeah, call so that's us. like right around the corner. Great. Um, also, I feel like we just haven't said in general how adorable everybody at PodCon was. Yeah. Like everybody there was so sweet 
so enthusiastic, so happy to hear what other people were doing, so collaborative. We talked to so many people about potential crossover episodes and collaborations, and everyone just seemed so stoked on what everybody else was doing. And I think, you know, any nerves that we might have had about being there and feeling like an imposter, feeling super new, I just feel like they immediately disappeared within the first 15 minutes of us talking to people. Everybody was so cute. Yeah, it was, um, it was really, like, for me, it was really surprising. Like, I had no idea what to expect at a convention one or a convention in, you know, a creative world that we are barely tipping our toes into, um, and especially a world that you and I have, like, no professional experience in. Like, you and I literally self-taught each other and ourselves how to build and create a podcast, so there was a little bit of intimidation on my end walking into this, kind of, you know, not knowing what we were gonna find or if we were gonna be the biggest DIY newbies on earth, Um, But it was extremely, extremely humbling to encounter, like, every single person at PodCon was just so fucking amped to just meet other creators. Like, it didn't matter if your podcast started yesterday or if you haven't even launched it yet. Just the fact that you were at PodCon, you have an interest in podcasts, whether that be a general listener, somebody that does editing, a producer, a writer, a creator, it didn't matter. Like, just the fact that you were there, it was an automatic in to the community. And we felt nothing but warmth and acceptance from every single person. And I think it really helped us, like, build confidence that weekend to actually, like, do a really great job selling our podcast. Like, I think if it had been a different vibe, we would have had a different vibe. But I think because it was so fucking positive, we just took that and ran with it. And, like, we were on fucking fire. (laughs) (laughs) We fucked it up. Yeah, we fucked it up, but I think it's because they were they welcomed us in with open arms to fuck yeah. it up. Yeah. So yeah, that was everybody great. was so like, sweet. It was shocking, but it was like such a relief and really humbling. Right. We were definitely the dark horse. We were definitely the podcast out, but it was in a great way, and I think it was a way that made people want to talk to us. They're like, "Oh, you guys are <laughs> who are you guys? What are you doing with your 8-foot wine bottle?" Yeah, and so that kind of brings me to, like, day one at PodCon Saturday was a lot different than day two, because day one for us was really, like, the turn up, the party, the drinks, the networking, the craziness, and day two was, like, we had to, like, be businesswomen and, like, sit at a table, pitch people, sell people our podcasts, like, it was fucking work and like it was work from like eight in the morning until like 6 30 at night i don't even remember when we left but um you know as welcoming and loving as everybody was there were also um quite a few characters that we met uh Uh mainly on just sunday probably about halfway through our day so maybe we've been tabling for like four hours at this point we were greeted by a person at podcon who very heavily resembled danny devito um not only in physique but character as well Mm -hmm. um and he was he was a, a little bit different than most of the people that we had met um in a variety of ways but uh we pretty much were 
stuck at our table with Danny DeVito for a solid 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, like half an this hour. This guy... Dude. He, this guy basically like found home and like planted his feet there and was like i shall live here for eternity mm-hmm. um which was fine because we're just out here trying to network get people to listen to our podcast get to know us whatever um uh, but there were there were uh flickers into that experience of which we weren't a hundred percent sure if danny devito was still talking to us or if he was talking to him so a little bit of confusion there um (laughs) and uh there were a lot of interesting people that we met and i feel like it would get to a point where cj and i would would be in it and then we'd both look at each other and we'd kind of like make eye contact and non-verbally understand that we both are recognizing something weird's going on and then we both would like non-verbally agree to get ourselves out of it in any fucking way possible um but cj basically abandoned me in that situation because some other people showed up to the table and she jumped right into that that combo i I left me with danny devito um i'm I'm garbage yeah i was trapped for forever with danny uh he was a sweet man um i'm not a hundred percent sure he knew where he was but that's okay yeah, the a friend of ours described him as looking like if Paul Simon and Danny DeVito had a baby, and if you can just imagine what that looks like in your head, that's our friend. Uh, although, to his credit, he gave us some really interesting women to look into to cover, so in, in some moment of lucidity, he, he hooked us up on that front, which is a good segue quickly into, I mean, we got what dozens and dozens of suggestions of women to cover from, from people at PogCon, which was super exciting. So we are looking forward to powering through that list for y'all. There are so many cool people we've never heard of. Um, I guess, so the, the crown jewel of people on the spectrum that we met at PogCon was, uh, the the last five minutes right before we're about to wrap up we're talking to a few people at the table some dude comes by who we have now started referring to as the murderer uh you know and it's it's not helping that i just started watching that new ted bundy series on netflix and he pulled a bunch of murders in Seattle, so maybe that's his offspring, but there was some weird-ass dude just hovering at our table, and it was, like, not tight, and no. I was getting ready to shut it down, and then right as I'm getting ready to do that, this group of young people come up holding, I'm not fucking kidding you guys, baby mice in their hands, uh, and so stoked about it. Like, it's the best thing they've ever done. And I was like, you got, like, I had nothing left. I was like, please, please don't bring your mice to my table. I said something like that. And they were so deflated. Um, I think you should tell them why they had the mice. Okay, but I also want to backtrack on the murderer really quick. Because, (laughs) like, I, I feel like I had more of an experience with the murderer than you did for the beginning portion. Because you were in conversation with people when he approached the table 
And, like, CG and I sort of got into a rhythm of, like, networking. So if she was talking to somebody, the next person that would show up, I'd then, like, introduce into the table. So it just kind of was, like, a healthy flow. So when this guy approached the table, she was busy with other people. So it was, like, my turn to kind of, like, pitch to him. Hey, hi, welcome to the table. Have you heard of our podcast? Blah, blah, blah. But this guy wasn't acknowledging me because he was standing at the table doing the most fucking frightening eyeball flutter going from cj to the people to cj to the people and like back and forth like for five minutes non-stop with the most frightening face and i was like about to crack a joke and like be like yo bro you cool over there and then like the longer i stared at him i was like i can't actually joke with this guy because i can literally tell he's insane like there's something wrong like this is not actually okay I don't think he blinked like the entire time he was standing at our table. I don't remember him blinking once. It's and I actually like... what? Sorry, go ahead. No, it's okay. I was going to say I I actually did at one point try to say hi to him. I was like hi, and he just said hi. Yeah, <laughs> I was like you okay. know. Like, you know when, like, you know when, like, you're you're at the, the dog park, you're at, like, any park, and there's, like, a dog running around, and you're, like, you go up to it, and you're, like, oh, puppy, and it looks at you, and it gives you that, like, dog eye contact to where you know you're about to get bit. Like, that was, like, this man. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're, like, slowly tense. backing away from the dog. It was, like, that. And so right when I could see in his eyes that something wasn't right, I just backed away and was like, I'm not saying shit to this person. But luckily, the mice fuckers showed up and they totally distracted the murderer away because the minute that he saw those mice, he got, like, crazy eyes on them and was like, why are you having mice in your hands? And they were, they very graciously and kindly explained to him that, you know, they had been at PodCon, it was very busy and packed with lots of people, which ended up igniting some type of anxiety in one of um, these this, the people in this group. And so they had to go, they had to leave PodCon and go home to go get their emotional support mice. And then they brought the mice to PodCon. And so that's why they were standing at our table with mice in their hands. And, and after, like, this had been, like, maybe 10 hours into us having to talk to, like, a thousand people in one day, it just got to the point where I looked at CJ and CJ looked at me and we are like, we out of here. Like, we done. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like it's we, over. Game over. We started packing the table with them still standing there. <laughs> we were just like, this is, it's over. Like, we're done. <laughs> just throw everything in the bag and get that i mean i couldn't i at that point like i had nothing left to give and i know you probably felt the same like it's it's funny trying to tell other people about it because quote unquote all we were doing was sitting and talking all day but jesus that is exhausting when you're saying the same thing over and over and over again and then a murderer standing at your table and three mice and three mice three blind mice going back quickly to our recording on day one our live and very blackout recording there were two lovely women who appeared in the audience who were wearing these flower crowns and they seemed to really enjoy themselves and have a great time listening to us (laughs) drunkenly play our game that's my bitch um 
But the next day they came by our table and they were these lovely, lovely women who work on a podcast called Sexy Pillows, which is a sort of like put you to sleep podcast. And we were giving away our favorite book at our table as part of a raffle. So we were giving away the Ann Chen Bad Girls Throughout History book. And Melissa was telling one of them about it. And they ended up shouting Ann Chen out on Twitter, took a picture of Melissa holding the book, tagged uh, tagged Ann Shen, and Ann Shen responded to their tweet. So Ann Shen now knows that the Sisterhood of the Bottomless Mimosa exists, that it is deeply inspired by her book, and that we give her shout-outs all the time. And she responded to a picture that we posted on Instagram, and our lives are now complete. Yeah, we, like, full fucking circle, we have officially communicated with Ann Shen. Yeah, like their like, words have been exchanged. <laughs> like Which is this hilarious. is such a big deal. <laughs> it's a huge deal. Partly because we've been joking about it for like an entire year. Like, oh yeah, you know the day we get N Shen on the podcast, and like, I mean, we are actually like at Ann Shen's back door now. Like we're we're like about to knock. Like we're there. Yeah, we're like one and a half degrees away. We're so close. We're also, like, two degrees away from Neil deGrasse Tyson, but we're talking about that some other time. <laughs> we're so close. So damn and, close. like, three degrees from, um, what's that guy's name that everybody was raving about at PodCon? The author? <laughs> the, oh, the dude who wrote The Fault in Our Stars, who, like, yeah. I think literally John was putting Green. on PodCon. Yeah. yeah, it was his name, John Green. I don't even, it was green, but I don't know what the first name was. Yeah, we had no idea who anybody was at PodCon. And people people were like, you don't know, blah, blah, blah. We're like, no, we're terrible. <laughs> they were like mildly offended. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty bad. Yeah, his name's John Green. So high five, okay. John Green. Um, you and all of your brothers, I think, put on PodCon, and thank you. Yeah, also, we, we loved the fall in your stars. Uh, well, I love Welcome to Night Vale, and the people, the creators of Welcome to Night Vale also put on PodCon. So, what up, guys? Thanks. Yay. Um, really heartfelt gratitude from the sister at the bottom Listen, we're still, we're still fucking tired. Oh my god, I'm so emotionally exhausted. Like, I turned down two or three different plans over the last week. I was just like, yeah, that's gonna not work for me. I need to cry in my shower for three days. <laughs> well, like, so I tired. Came, I came back from PodCon and was like, I can't go to work tomorrow. Yeah. Like, I can't. Like, I can't go to work. Like, I'm Mm-mm. exhausted. I'm gonna throw up. Like, I feel like shit. I'm mentally drained. I am, like, almost, like, emotionally drained, too. Like, yeah. it was just, like, it was so much more work than I think either of us yeah. had even remotely thought could even be possible. And um, now I've learned if we ever do another convention, I'm taking the day off of work yeah. after we get back. Like, you you need a vacation from the convention. Well, yeah, that's a that's another thing I wanted to mention is that we were in Seattle from Friday night to Monday afternoon, but we, I mean, besides going out to get food and that one night that we went to Unicorn, we didn't see any of Seattle. It was just all podcast, podcast, podcom, podcon. 
Like it was, I I don't think either of us were prepared for how much work it was going to be. It was great, but that's what was so cool about it is that it reminded me of how much I can muscle through being tired or muscle through whatever if I really really care about something. Uh, and so yeah. that was I don't know. It was just a super encouraging experience. I feel super motivated, even though I'm tired. Um, and it's nice to feel part of a community, you know, and not just these yeah. two crazy girls recording a podcast from afar. So that was really nice, too. Um, speaking of which, one of the biggest things that we learned while at PodCon was that we're fucking morons for not having a Twitter handle. I know. Um, so we made one. So if you're on Twitter and you'd like to follow us, our handle is at Mimosa Hood, M-I-M-O-S-A-H-O-O-D. And we already have over 50 followers, so we're really Mm -hmm. excited. We're Twitter famous. Uh, And we have stickers. Yes, lots and lots of stickers, which I think you're going to be shipping some of them out to our Mimosa, what were we calling them, our Mimosa Street Team? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the Mimosa Street team. Whoop de whoop. We have some um some of our listeners, our diehard listeners have a agreed to take on some of our stickers and blast them all over their cities. So big ups to you guys who are riding hard for the Mimosa clan. We really appreciate it. Thank you to Jimmy, Taryn, Paula, Mikey, uh Andrea, Ashley. Andrea. Ashley and I feel like I'm missing some people I'm sorry if I missed you but if you guys want some stickers to pass out hit us up at mimosasisterhood at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Instagram and let us know and we will just ship that to you like that's what's up cool is that it? Is that is there anything else that we feel like we need to we did I feel like we need to give an update on the the wine bottle. So the wine bottle oh. served us well. We were kind of surprised that no one really took pictures with it, but they seemed to really enjoy it and because of the way it was assembled, we couldn't break it back down to take it home. So we had to to leave our 8-foot wine bottle in Seattle. So may it rest in peace. It served us so well. <laughs> it it was as big as a hit as we thought it would be. It attracted literally everybody to our table, as did our sparkly tablecloth, mm-hmm. as did our large face cutouts of Julia Child, Yoko Ono, and Janis Joplin. Like, we, like, glitter-bombed the fuck out of PodCon. Yeah. Um, yeah. Our table stood out like a fucking big red sore thumb, and it was the greatest help. Like, it, it couldn't have worked out more perfect. Yeah. Um... So it turns out we're great marketers and we're really great at PR. That's great. Oh, and also shout out to my work BFF, Julie Parks, for making Mm. the most beautiful desk sign for our podcast with her Cricut machine. It was adorable. And just thank you for giving that to us so generously and taking time to make it for us that it was just so sweet of you. And we're really thankful for that. Yeah, thank you so much. And so many people commented on it and complimented us for it. Like, people loved it. So yeah. it was, that was also a huge hit. So thank you. Was, and that that we did not throw away. That absolutely came no. back with us. We will be using that over yes. and over again. Yes. So. Um, obviously, we weren't able to upload our 
actual episode today, which is why we're doing this mini-sode about PodCon, but next Monday, uh, we will be resuming our normal podcast, so expect another long episode filled with wine and women to come. Yes. Um, But I think that's it. I think that's everything. Stay in touch. Again, Twitter now. Instagram, mimosasisterhood.com, and you can email us anytime at mimosasisterhood at gmail.com. We love getting emails. It's super exciting. Uh, Melissa especially loves it when you reply to her emails. So hit us up. Yes. (laughs) That's right. Uh, Cool. Well, we will see y'all next week for another episode of the Sisterhood of the Bottomless Mimosa. And until then, get drunk. Sayonara. Bye. Bye.